0: Hello and welcome to Josh Coleman's podcast, a place to have inspired conversation with interesting people. Hey everyone, today's episode is with Sonia Barrett, someone I've been following for some time. She just recently released a documentary called The Business of Disease. The thing that I found really interesting is just how calm and nonchalant Sonia is when talking about some deep philosophical truths. Enjoy hey, Sonia Well, hello there <laughs> it's super it's quite an honor to have you here um before we started recording i I told you that I've been following you for about ten years over Facebook and following your work, um, and you told me I was crazy <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my goodness, yes, um yeah, it's kind of hard to believe that yes it's it's been a while it's been a while and There's a you know great many people who have managed to tell me that either via email or show up at a conference and um, so yes I guess we we interact uh, with those things that are sort of represented representative of where we are um, in our on our journey absolutely and uh, so yes so I, I I'm really thrilled and it's an honor to to know that. (laughs) resonate with what i'm talking
0: about right and what i was saying in particular is that i was quite young and i want to say spiritually young as well when i came across Mm -hmm. your work and when when people were all talking about the shift in consciousness it was spoken as though it was going to be one thing and when people start to do that it almost becomes authoritarian in a way because you're like The shift in consciousness is my shift in consciousness, and it's going to look like this for everybody. And you started calling out those mindsets to say like, hey, like you're creating essentially a new mini matrix or like a new thought form that I don't think is true for everyone. And I found that super, super helpful at the time. I just wanted to say that.
1: Oh, well, great. Yes, um, I know. Yes, there was a great many things that I was saying um, many years ago that. It was very, I guess, different for the time because uh, everybody was sort of moving in that same groove, uh, particularly the New Age uh, aspect of things. And I was sort of going in the opposite direction of, of a lot of it. So, yeah, it it was definitely interesting because I saw that. I saw the that group mind kind of thinking and uh, people's attachment to... Um, to the group, to that group mind thinking, and that everybody, we needed to get everybody on board for ascension or whatever the, sh- the shift or transformation is that, that was perceived. And, um, and so, in, in a way, it caused some people to feel as if they, they, it became a crutch. Let's just put it that way. It became more of a crutch. For I think some people, they just felt as long as they were sort of clustered in a group, then this supposed um, evolution or, you know, shift would they would automatically be caught up in this, this uh, thing, this experience.
0: Well, yeah,
1: so, you know, so that was kind of, yeah, that was definitely it, it was it was necessary for the moment, for the time, whatever happens in the moment that that obviously is where people were. But I I saw the limitations that it really was imposing on a great many minds.
0: And, And I was one of those people that it was absolutely imposing on. And I had to go through my own sort of like crumbles and sort of like falls in order to realize that it's a bit arrogant to think that I know what the shift is for everyone, right? Like that's like, there's also an arrogance to that too. But what I'm noticing is in the world, there's still a lot of group mind stuff going on. Um, Some of it's new age, but there's, there's a whole bunch of things going on. And I'm just curious, what would you suggest to people that really feel like they belong in a group, but might also notice that there's a limitation to the mindset that everyone's sharing together.
1: Uh, you know, I wrote an article on that also many years ago, and it can still be found on my website. Um. It, it, anyway, it, it's a very interesting article if anybody wants to check it out, because a lot of people over the years have said how it really helped them to understand and to Shift out of a mindset that they didn't—they didn't realize that they were in—and um, anybody who is feeling an attachment to, you know, a group mind sort of evolution, I think that person has to be courageous enough to stop and look at their fears because it's—it's it's our own personal fear that is anchoring, you know, people—a person is being anchored to that idea. Instead of an individual movement, individually moving forward, shifting one's own self, personal self, looking at one's uh, life, decoding one's journey, all of that. Hacking one's mind, um, seeing one's programs. There is, is so much there. You know, know thyself becomes the key at that point because it becomes really important for us to be honest with ourselves, take an honest look at our lives. And I always like to point out that this is not for the sake of judgment or condemning yourself or uh, imposing guilt or regret. It's, It's not about that, but it is about being able to just own who you are and own everything that you've done, everything that you've gone through, it's just owning all of it. That that's all, and you know, it's like understanding that these were experiences, but you're owning it, and you don't have the need to hide behind uh, a group, you know, a group of people, or or distract yourself from actually examining your life and your journey, so that you can get lighter, so that you can release many of these old beliefs and programs that are anchoring you to. Um, the life to this particular the life that you're experiencing um yeah you feel liberated and and begin to feel confident and strong enough to own your power and to uh, allow expansion to happen in yourself each person i like to say because it was in i had it on the back of the book the holographic canvas like the single cell of a plant the History. Everything about that plant is encoded in that single cell, and the individual represents the whole. Whatever that may be, the individual is like that single cell and has all of the um, everything, all the information, all that is essential um, from the fa- fabric of of that which is encoded in that individual so that individual actually represents the whole and so there's no need to feel scared in terms of feeling separate um or that you can't be you know separate uh because you represent the whole and your you shifting yourself impacts things in a ripple effect and so it becomes necessary for each of us to have our own unique expansion and evolution but this does not mean that you can't belong to a group. This doesn't mean that I'm saying, "Oh, abandon all groups." No, but the group, everybody in a a group that's going to be a strong group, the individuals have to be strong. The group is only as strong as the individuals. And if everybody's operating on a one mind board sort of principle, that that's that's really not a strong group anyway. But the the group, the most powerful groups are are the groups where everyone owns their power and they can stand in, on their own um, foundation, that's powerful.
0: That's beautiful and so, so, so true. Um, can I ask you, what, what is your work? Just so we let the, the audience know what you're doing. You have this incredibly insightful person with all of these channels of, of, of truth. What is your work? How do you, how do you work and operate in the world?
1: How do I work it out? Well, this is what I do. I do workshops and uh, webinars, and I've written four books, and um, I do everything that's related to all of this, uh, conferences and, um, yeah, lectures, um, consultation with, with, um, with others, those who, you know, may need a little bit of support. And um, so ev- everything related to to this is what i currently um engaged in yeah Yeah. the last i don't know ten. well i say the last 10 years meaning that the last 10 years in the sense of um actually this is this is what i'm doing all the time i've been at this for obviously much longer though
0: right but you were ready to present 10 years ago
1: right yeah from from since 1992 it was you know the defining point for me in in really digging in and wanting to understand this idea of of this thing we call life uh, but in terms of my book coming out that was in 2000 the end of 2007 really 2008 um, but that's when i i launched out into People knowing about me, which is how you found out about me as well.
0: Yeah, and I always, when I first saw you, my first impression was, wow, this woman is helping. It's like taking the, taking, the offering people the blue pill, like saying, hey, do you want to live in the yeah. Matrix or do you want to break the fuck out of it? You know, that's the feeling that I got from you. <laughs>
1: right, 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 absolutely. Um, yeah, and, you know, and then there's so many different levels um, and concepts about breaking out of it because, you know, there are people really feel that they've broken out of it but, but because of how this is designed you know you think you have broken out of it maybe you're broken out of one uh, a set of belief systems but then a lot of times people are still caught in um, other limiting belief systems and they haven't really broken out of it because it's, it's a layering of programs it's a layering of beliefs that we are all sort of networked into or tied to um, that you know that people are dealing with. So, any any time, one of the ways to really know when you are still caught up in what we what we would call the the matrix, the the game, very fully invested, is anybody that um, tries to make their conclusions just absolute like oh no this is this is the only way it can be it's it's just this way you you can't you know what you're saying about the laws of physics that's that's impossible when we are still talking using a language of impossibility that lets me know that you haven't you still haven't walked into fluidity you still haven't seen that you can't you can try to trap um reality or creation in a box, because it makes you feel more comfortable to feel like you've got a handle on it, and then you confine it in your mind to these set of rules and principles and laws, um, that's all it does, it just makes us feel better, we just feel more in control, but when you start realizing, like, wow, um, truth is forever expanding, and in this moment, this is what I No, this is what I'm aware of. But you have a realization that what you know now is going to continue to show itself to you on a more profound level. And in order for that to happen, in order for you to be allowing and to give permission for your brain to expose you to all this other profound levels of information, you have to own the the reality that creation it can't be trapped in a box there's so many things that i don't know and you know i am grateful for what i do understand right now but i'm allowing it to continue to show itself to me And, and when we do that oh we profound things and changes and you give it's like you're giving yourself permission to release old programs but when you can't do that and you just in your finalizing what reality can be. That's, 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 that's a limitation. And it, and it definitely ends up strangling people a lot of times in, ma- in many ways from health to, um, you know, departing the planet to there's just so many things that we, you know, uh, end up creating for ourselves based on what we don't understand. So fluidity flow, flow like
0: water in this experience becomes really important it's really cool when you were just saying strangles i imagined our fields to already be fluid but those belief systems to be like shackles or bonds over top of it um
1: right right right.
0: yeah, yeah it's a really beautiful thought because it means that to me that means that underneath it all already is that fluidity so it's not even like a forward gaining it's more like a shedding into our nature or into what's already underneath it all you know
1: right absolutely um yes it's it's sort of like the idea that we you know we have a full moon oh is it a full moon or not well and the moon is always full um you know it's just the angle right all the angles that we've seen it from the moon is always full and so it's just it's it's the same thing it's the same same formula same principle um it's just you know what what angle are you seeing um all of this from
0: that's awesome that's
1: that's what's going to determine and you get caught in that angle and you hold on to it and you're stuck on it and you will argue, you know, with somebody and get defensive if they say otherwise. Um, that is really that that is really interesting and that's that's definitely a signal to really look at yourself.
0: That's I been profound. I think that anybody listening to this um, at any sort of, I'm going to say level, but any sort of part on their path would, would be able to gain a lot of benefit from that analogy. Uh, thank you very much. Um, I did want to ask, a lot of the work I've seen you do recently is about hacking the body and health and that sort of thing. Can I? Can you expand about that?
1: Um, yeah, well, the, you know, those are things I've been talking about for a long time. It's just that I did a documentary. I produced a film called The Business of Disease, and, um, and so I think that's, that's why it seems like I've, maybe I've been talking about it uh, a little bit more. But, um, hack, you know, hacking, hacking the body, of course, involves hacking the mind. And, um, and I talk about releasing, being able to get rid of the, or transforming those programs, um, those belief, system, belief systems about your, your body, your own longevity, um, just trying to just showing people how we're programmed to
0: uh,
1: believe uh, certain concepts about our existence, our longevity, the body's longevity, and also for people to become aware of the emotions, the kinds of belief systems that actually anchor the body or affect the body, uh, in a way that, yes, can cause it to expire or to have disease. Um, I think all of those, all of those things become essential in us realizing this. And it does, it does for some people, it might take a, it's it could be a little bit challenging, because you're challenging old belief systems. You know, when we're talking about the body, you're challenging old belief systems. When I'm talking about Uh, the commercials and the fact that we are always being reminded of how we're supposed to feel at a certain age and uh, Reminded that you're you know, you are gonna die You know around a particular period of of time of, of age you're gonna expire So these these are things that are everywhere and that you're going to your body's possibly going to break down more than likely, that's a given when you get to a certain age. I, I mean, I've heard things like that even from um, saying that somebody turned 35 or, or 40, and, you know, and then it's suddenly, oh, yeah, I've seen commercials. Oh, you know, uh, when I turned 40, uh, oh, I realized that I couldn't uh, run uh, the way I used to. And that's all programming. It's just, it's just no reason for it. There's just one when we slow down more, and we need to recognize that, but a lot of people don't want to see that this is a big part of what happens, not necessarily bodies breaking down, you're doing less. You're not as active, perhaps, as you were before. Um, don't blame it on the little 30 or 40 cycles that you've been here on the planet, because it's nothing. That, that's not even like a speck in time. Um you know, that's that's to me. I, I, I found that I've always found that really fascinating to me. To even as a child, the idea that somebody's living eighty years or hundred years, and that sounds like it's a lot to us, and it really is not. <laughs> and science is now showing that this body really is designed to to live really indefinitely there are just some components in this body that seem to have been turned off um, based on a great many things that have happened perhaps on the planet because we are a very adaptable species. We we adapt to survive. And some of the things that we, that the body has been experiencing um, or, or maybe have shut off in the body uh, probably happened um, based on a particular... Uh, generation or civilization or group of people at that time where the environment maybe they needed to shift for the environment um uh, certain kinds of conditions there's so many things that we need to look at and what i'm saying right now is truth is science i mean in in the sense of them realizing how the body stopped using maybe the um um, but, but they looked at it as the tonsils, um, you know, the tonsils. Um, it, it's said to be, you know, part of a gill system or the ribs, the rib cage that supposedly wasn't there at one time, and um, then it, then it, then it was to protect the um, the lungs and then the brain, the newer part of the brain, and all of this is, is really happening. Was really happening according to the change in the environment and what, the, what those who are on the planet, what was now going to be necessary for the human being to be able to survive on the planet. So there's a lot of uh, adapting that happens uh, with human beings. And if that be the case, then we need to realize that if that is possible, then perhaps this body really is more indestructible than I thought. But because I don't entertain that thought and I cling to the belief that is projected to me day in, day out uh, from my family, from the people around me, from the media, from everything around me, um, then then my brain is has taken in that program. And it, that's what it's going to run, like a computer. It's going to run that program. You're not aware it's going to just go to the de- a default belief system a default program that everybody seems to be most people seem to be um, operating by. So we're we're operating this vehicle this vessel is operating much like a, uh, a like a computer system. Um so if you feel- And let me just say real quickly oh, go, ahead. go ahead I'm sorry. I was going to say let let me say real quickly is because this is another misconception that people have when when you say things like that, that, you know, the body is operating more of like a computer system. And notice I say the body. Notice I, I emphasize that because there are people that kind of get offended. They don't want to be compared to a computer. Well, who, what part of you is this comparison being made to? What, what part of you are you including? I'm saying the body. You're, you are not the totality of your body. Uh, obviously, there is an, an, an aspect of you that is embodying the body, that is using the body as a vehicle to move about in this environment based on the, um, the, the gaseous laws of this environment. You need a body that is going to operate within that, that zone. And so that other part of you, Can't have these experiences without the body because the body is a sensory system. You're able to have feelings and experiences and process, you know, um, them uh, electrochemical impulses. Be able to process those experiences that way. So when some, if somebody says that, you have to stop and ask yourself, well, have am I am I have I reduced myself to to my body? You know, as opposed to being able to realize, well, the body this is an amazing technology, and I get it. Okay, that is not all of who I am. That is my incredible um, vehicle.
0: Right. That's a really awesome way to look at it. Um, can I ask you, how would you describe, and I know that words can't define, obviously, fully this other part of the self, but what about that other part of the self you were speaking of that's not... In the body, what is that?
1: That's just your expansive part that everybody feels. Everybody feels that there is an, a part of them that who who's talking. You know, we we can try to explain that away, but what's talking? It's not. It's not the body. We're it, that body is being, you know, animated by a, a, a form, by an energy, by a consciousness. Then let's just, just say that word because everybody's used to that word. <laughs> But, um you know but but everybody has some sort of um everybody has an individual um expression um an individual again as we say consciousness um that is unique to to that vehicle and um and and so in 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 that sense we can't lump it in to go okay well yeah we are one but in order for that we are one to have all of these unique experiences yes the illusion of individuality has to be created and so we have these individualized um, aspects then um, of 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 that of that one which we all are we all are that fabric but we have these individualized aspects, and we will call them consciousness—my consciousness, your consciousness, um, and so on—that uh, that that regulates, you know, much much of what uh, we are doing anyway on this journey, coming about on this journey. So yeah, they're, they're, those are. I mean, we could go into that in a bunch of different ways. It would take so many other. I think levels of talking about it, and you know, these are things that I've talked about over the years, and done workshops that take them, take it apart even more, so people can understand and not, and see for themselves, see themselves, and dive into themselves and activate themselves. So, yeah, those those are really intense. You know, when I say intense, I don't mean necessarily difficult, but workshops that allow people to. Um, to, to get a better handle on it, like right now, the, one of the workshops that um, that we're doing, it's called the reprogramming experiment, and um, and people are really, you know, they're doing. I'm not doing this for any, anybody, but I'm obviously I am facilitating. I'm helping. I am giving you tools, and people are recognizing how they really create there's these stories and their li- stories in their lives and it's like can you go about your life just observing your life without judging it can you do that that is one of the biggest tasks for people to do you have to be in a certain kind of space to really hone in on that and Some it's people... an opportunity to, yeah to see and I mean but it's very profound i mean there's more to it than that but the, the general idea it gives you an opportunity
0: some people would call understand. that space um meditation is that fair when you say that or like if people are using it in the liberating well,
1: it, way um it's a, it's it's you know we're we're in, well we're in a walking meditation anyway all the time <laughs> but i'm talking about a conch, i'm talking about a moment to moment going about your life and observing your life and how you think and all of that is a little bit different and yeah then the kind of meditation that people are that that people are are talking about you still i'm talking about a conscious movement on a moment-to-moment basis but anyway yeah they have they they wanted to understand it they have to go on the website and it where it's really it's it's broken down a bit more to understand a little bit of of what you're doing so yeah, yeah so we're working on it
0: for well, a month. Um,
1: Actually, it's now six weeks. What is it's your going website? Into six weeks.
0: Just so, just so
1: people—it's the realsoniabarrett The real s o n i a barrett The real dot barrett,
0: So anybody can go and check out all of your workshops and talks and all that kind of stuff that on that website.
1: Yep, the real dot is like a lead into everything and uh, the business of disease.com um, is the website for the film. Um, the film is avail- available on Amazon uh, Prime and um, Vimeo on demand as well and YouTube on demand and uh, it's, in, it's available actually in the US and Canada
0: That's great. Um,
1: and, and a lot of different platforms.
0: So just one more question about the matrix and the codes and such. When are you, is it encouraged to write new programming or simply strip old programming? I'm just curious.
1: To write new programming or strip. Well, this is kind of when I mentioned the experiment, um, in a way it's, that's kind of what people are doing. Uh, I'm trying to see how do I explain that it's 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 basically what people are doing. But first, you need to really understand some things. Otherwise, we can say, yeah, it's you know you should rewrite new programs, and then then somebody will try to do that. Then then it doesn't work. And basically, what you're doing is you're just changing patterns. You're changing patterns, um, habits. yeah, patterns. You know, yeah. basically, they, that's what they boil down to. Is is programs become, uh, you know, patterned behaviors, patterned beliefs, uh, patterns, and and so you you're 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 either transforming some things, transforming them, or you are um, expanding that instead of making them as limited as as they've been, you are now opening it up more, like I say to somebody, well, it's like going, it's like leaving for work in the mornings, and you go, you always do the same thing, you always go left, you know, you go left, and then you go right, and you just do that all the time, and it's like just changing that, breaking it up a little bit, okay, well, maybe I'll, let me just take a different route, you're still going where you're going, you're still going there to work, but now you're, you're creating new neural pathways in your brain by, by breaking that up a little bit, by changing that thumb. And that, that allows your brain to, you know, to grow. So depending on what it is that you're talking about the program, it could be a behavior that you notice about yourself and you want to change that behavior. You know, so so that, that's one where you're thinking, okay, I'd really like to change that behavior. Well. You can, you can consciously say, I am going to be so observant and so aware of when I begin to operate in that behavior. And as soon as I see that it's, you know, that's where I'm going, I immediately stop. I immediately stop it right there. And, you know, that's how you start changing it. You start to change that. You just start seeing it. But a lot of times people don't because it's so automatic. So you just, you say you want to change it, but because those certain behaviors come on so automatically, you don't even realize that you're right back in that behavior again. Mm-hmm. And so, they, you know, so, so now you have to be really cognizant of it, really just like catching when this program, right when it starts to want to run, in a, in a certain attitude that you may have or, again, a behavior, a thought, a belief system, and you catch yourself and you go, oh, okay, that's no longer necessary.
0: So uh, I mean, It could
1: be just simple.
0: A small personal story is um, I travel quite a bit, and when I'm on planes... Uh, it's been that I've gotten quite sick, like colds and stuff like that, after I travel. And the last mm-hmm. couple of years, I realized how much of a pattern that actually is. And so when right. I feel myself going into that, oh, I'm probably going to get sick, I actually sit and do what I would say is a meditation, but it's a letting go and a presencing mm-hmm. into that fluid space. And then uh, since then, I, I don't get sick on planes. But it took it took a, a couple of tries in order to overcome that pattern, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Well, at least you say saying a couple of tries. It doesn't, you know, for, it could, depending on that, whatever it is, it could take somebody like, I don't know, a couple of tries, two months. I mean, it, there's no set pattern in, in terms of, or in terms of how long, I should say, it could take. But yes, you were persistent, and persistency is so key. Being mm-hmm. persistent and committed to whatever it is you're going to do. You can't be wishy-washy if you're being you know, uh, wishy-washy with whatever. That's not really going to, to make that change happen. And that's why people with New Year's resolutions, a lot of times it doesn't work. They start out and then they fall right back into the old, as they say, pattern or old habit because your brain just wants to boomerang back to the familiar. Um, So we have to become, yeah, we have to become aware of that and realize that, oh, my brain looks for patterns, it's looking for the familiar, and, uh, you know, here here we go, it's looking for the familiar, let me stop this right now.
0: Each time I uh, see,
1: stop.
0: Yeah, I wonder if, for example, with New Year's resolutions, that might almost be like a meta matrix, because if a lot of people make plans they don't fulfill that's almost like a greater cultural pattern as well do you see we have our individual patterns do you see cultural programming as well that like we all kind of collectively run patterns oh, together
1: tons of it. oh yeah tons of it that's that's how we tend to all get stuck in in a particular major belief the the one pattern is you know our, our birth to death uh, program what, what we think you know in terms of being alive, is any who do you know that believes that? Well, you know, maybe we don't have to die. Who who believes that? Who, how many people you know that would believe that? Um, not not too many people <laughs> would believe that.
0: This the, right
1: because that that's a, that's a core collective program of certain things are just impossible. Oh, you know, you can't you can't break the laws of physics. Oh, yeah. So there's things that we have. A totally agreed on together and um and everything around us appears to support that belief so you you, you don't want to shift from it because everything is is showing you that you this this is correct this is correct because you keep that's all you're seeing that it's happening you're not seeing where that is not the case you're just wired to see only where it is the case
0: Here's a question. If if a person started to do this work and they started to deprogram themselves and they started to see themselves in their power, um, but they still were going to work, let's say, every day or are surrounded in a common setting where a lot of those collective beliefs are, what would you recommend for a person who is liberating themselves but still around a lot of people who are running programs?
1: Well, the fact that you are around the people that are running the programs lets me know that, <laughs> that that's part of what we do. We we set things up for ourselves. We create. We put ourselves in certain environments, and we need to realize that uh, a lot of times this is this is really to push us forward. See, we tend to think that everything is gonna be. It's a negative. Oh my God! If only I were around all positive people. People would believe that I the way I do. Now, the greatest way to I guess to test what, what you know and to to propel you forward is to sometimes to be in the midst of the opposite and you use that that is that just makes you stronger because those people can't pull you in that's that's the deception that we are working with that it's the people around us making us know you have the power you are can be strong enough to um to be part of of that experience be in it but not but not of it and so because we're so programmed to externalize and to see everything as as outside of us um we people do tend to to see that oh you know oh i'm just around negative people i can't it brings me down. No, it really doesn't. You have to, it, you know, it's where you are, truthfully, and, and what you're telling yourself. And I know there are people that go, no, that's not true. No, you have to hear what you're telling yourself. Every You are the one programming yourself. You are the one, um, I like to say, creating these laws in your life. You You've created a law that says when I'm around negative people, it just brings me down. What else is your your mind and your brain supposed to do with that? It just it takes command. right? And you keep <clears throat> saying that, and it, and and then of course, then you have to feel like it's brought you're brought down because now that's the command you've given, and it, it keeps proving that to you. There, see, this is what happens. No, this is just a law you've created, and when we when we start understanding these laws that we keep creating for ourselves, um, and we start saying no and we, we start getting it we start shifting from that guess what the environment seems to change at that point the people the people become different the people that you work with that may seem to have been difficult they either sometimes move on they quit new people come i mean the environment changes honestly according to us but we just don't know that we are the ones holding the, that very environment together
0: that makes a lot of sense to me um so if we were to start to head towards a wrap up on this, um, there's one question I've been asking everybody and I've been saying it a little bit different every time. But if you could say one message to the world, let's picture you talk, talk to an alien friend and they beamed it into a crop circle <laughs> and it was just a very clear, concise message that, that anybody could hear. And again, it's not about the group think, but it's just a, just one clear message you could say to people. What would that be?
1: If I were to, I'm sorry, if I were to be able to give a clear message to people. Yeah, just like a one, um, one. Sentence. Yeah. Uh, uh, wait, you cut out right there. You said a one, what? A oh, I'm one, so sorry.
0: Like a one word, not a one word, but a one sentence, just a very direct message that anyone could hear. Um,
1: know thyself and um, yeah, know thyself, own yourself and give yourself permission to expand
0: that's beautiful very cool so just want to do one final thing again again maybe if we could just go through a list of how people can contact you just one last time and any upcoming events that you want to talk about
1: um, yes you can reach me once again my website is the and um, the and uh, I Host a radio show as well uh, here in Los Angeles on KPFK 90.7 and my radio show is called The Expansion Zone with Sonia Barrett. Um, it's 90.7 FM for here in Los Angeles and online. Uh, you can listen to it live on Mondays at 1pm Pacific Time and that uh, that is uh, org, and my documentary website please check out the movies you know find out all about it and all the people in it at the business and we also now have a, a new platform um on the website it's actually brand new and we're really launching it on the 24th and it's called the expansion portal with sonia and so we're meeting so once a month yeah, but you have to become a member but once a month, we um, meet for a webinar talk um, with um, different subject matters. Uh, on the 24th, is telepathy that we're going to be talking about. Uh, so all kinds of different subject matters. And there's a forum as well uh, that you can be part of when you become a member of the expansion portal. So there's more information there, but it's, it's going to be really an awesome experience. And I do a free monthly teleconference on the first Wednesday of every
0: month. Very cool. That's all very exciting. Thank you so much for coming on the show today.
1: Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Very awesome. Thank you.
0: We'll talk again, okay?
1: Alrighty. Take care.
0: Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions for the podcaster today, send an email to question jcp at gmail.com that's q u e s t i o n jcp at gmail.com